0: in the land of the blind
1: the one-eyed man is king in the time of censorship non-compliance is key from an undisclosed location in fema region 10 it's your host joshua michael It's
2: August 5th, 2023 and we are in a constitutional crisis, we are in a crisis for this country and the republic and it is more urgent now than ever for everybody to get off of their chair and get active in this political contest that we are in. The preservation of the greatest country that ever exists is on the precipice of being captured by a global conglomerate deep state executive state whatever you'd like to call it uh, the military industrial complex we are in a crisis right now where they are trying to solidify the coup that took place against donald trump in 2020 welcome i'm joshua michael i'm your host today at Noncompliant america thank you very much for joining and thank you for listening lots of things going on jack smith Seeks to get a protective order against a uh, tweet that Trump stated earlier the other day. Excuse me, I just spit my gum out here. The special counsel city cites uh, a threatening Trump post. It was a threatening Trump post uh, that Trump posted uh, on his True Social the other day. The prosecutor asked the judge to oversee who's overseeing the election interference case, which is the protection of the election, which in return is interfering with the coup. If that's the case, then yeah, absolutely, he's guilty. In the court filing, attorneys with special counsel Jack Smith's office requested that the U.S. District Judge Tanya uh, Schutken ensure that the sensitive materials are used by Trump's defense team for only the trial, and the former president may view the material and the presence of his attorneys. So they're trying to put a gag order on all of this stuff. Now, here's where things are interesting, and this is a topic, this is an element I don't think a lot of people are talking about. Now, I am not a lawyer, I'm not a legal scholar, but there's definitely always two sides that happen. I know James O'Keefe had a lot of successes. Once the New York Times went to sue him, Because that then allowed each party to request, one, depositions uh, and put people under oath. But more importantly, it also allowed for them to do discovery requests. And this is where the trial could potentially get interesting. So, you know, everybody's worried and talking about, you know, Trump, Trump, this, that, and and all this is going on. But here's something very interesting. Is that if... Maybe, and I'm not saying this is the case, but it's a good thought experiment because I think it's important for people to understand. If Trump goes to trial with these guys, he can then do discovery requests against all the evidence with them, do and ask for additional evidence that they may have. They may have additional evidence that they did not submit to the case because they don't want people to see it. Trump's lawyers potentially have access to all of that all of it and they can also do additional requests and everything else because that's what happened when james o'keefe uh did and won that uh lawsuit against new york times it was interesting right but now they're trying to shush him up uh because uh trump posted on his, uh, his social media true social uh he says you're coming after me Uh, if you come after me, I'm going to come after you or something like that. I can't, I, I'm, I'm trying to scroll through and here we go. If you go after me, I'm coming after you. That's what he posted, right? So now that's a, apparently it's a, a vile threat that everybody needs to be concerned about. And now, you know, Trump is trying to murder people and that's going to be the story and the headlines, as you can see right now, it's all over, it's a top of drudge, uh, which is now CNN interesting, but it also demonstrates kind of a pulse of where the left is and where the propaganda is headed. I always I always like to see and look at all the different news um, that's going on. So the Wells Fargo thing, just uh, on a little side note here, the Wells Fargo uh, customer are reporting missing deposits from bank accounts again. And If you remember last week, we were talking about Dr. Zaid and Marcola who are reporting, or yeah, Dr. Marcola. Uh, They're reporting their bank accounts actually getting frozen by Chase Bank for no reason and anything else. So they're literally seizing bank accounts. And I think Wells Fargo, uh, whether it's a banking glitch or however they're going to chop it up, you know, we have to be vigilant on that, folks. And uh, so real quick here, I I do want to play kind of going back to the Trump thing. I want to play a, a a short compilation of back in 2016 of all of the Democrats talking about how the election was stolen because essentially the charges that they're uh, they're facing for Trump are word for word exactly one yes the Republicans did it in 2020 because there was an actual stolen election that underway there's no way Joe Biden got 80 plus million votes. It, there's just no way, folks. I mean, the dude wasn't even campaigning, if you remember. Most people don't remember because there was so much other chaos and so many other things going on. They're like, oh, well, why would he campaign? He doesn't want to spread COVID. And he was campaigning to all the people that were at home tuning in to his live stream because he's so interesting to watch and they are such staunch supporters of, of uh, Joe Biden. I mean, do we really expect that to happen, right? Now... We can talk about 2020, whatever. I want to talk about 24. I want to talk about what's what's to come and what this signifies, right? I think this is only going to harden Trump's base and people are going to get even more active, which is going to set the stage for false flag territory, which we're already in, for them to blame it on patriot groups of some sort, kind of like the patriot front. Have you seen those guys walking around with masks, pretending to be... Uh, white supremacists or whatever they're trying to chalk them up to be, but it's clearly all feds. And it's very obvious, but they go around, they're going to Trump events and just different events and crashing them. But they're all wearing masks like Antifa (laughs) because they don't want the internet to do actual deep dives and everything else. So, you know, that's why I think that kind of the precedent we're in, but in regards to this Trump case, you be the judge and you tell me um, in regards to back to 2016, how many times that they said the election was stolen and that they were going to fight, they were going to create their own election and inaugurate their own president, whether Trump won or not. Remember all this stuff? I mean, if if that's not conspiracy, I don't know what is. But uh, but anyways, it's, it's so foreshadowing and it's so interesting. I want to play this clip for you. It's about four minutes long, so take a listen.
1: Correct to say the 2020 election was stolen. What about the 2016 election?
0: Look... I'm not going to go back into history. It was a stolen election. It was stolen. Stolen. He's an illegitimate president. He's an
2: illegitimate
1: president.
0: You know, pretending to be president.
1: Why do you think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you? Because he didn't. One third of Clinton
2: supporters say Trump election is not legitimate. I
0: think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win.
2: You are absolutely right. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you.
1: The 2016 election was stolen.
2: Got a nicer way to say that. Say Russia hacked the election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. A little louder, please. Russia
1: hacked our election. That was a 9-11 scale event. This was a kind of cyber 9-11.
0: American a cyber institution. 9/11. Yes. Russia hacked our election. Russia, you know, of course, hacked
2: our election here. Half of Clinton's voters believe the conspiracy theory that Russia hacked Election Day votes.
0: We know that they were into voting roll. Actual
2: interference with the elections themselves. We know it happened,
1: despite no credible evidence. Sixty-seven percent of Democrats believe Russia tampered with vote tallies.
2: Hacking the U.S. election. Hacking the U.S. election. Russia hacked our election. The Russians hacked our election.
1: Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacking of our election. Hacking of our of our election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Our election.
2: Stolen election. Russia. So, just real quick, I'm, I'm just going to pause it. Uh... Does that mean if we blame it on Russia, then it's okay to say that the Russians stole the election. Therefore, it's a legitimate gripe. But if we say the Democrats stole the election or the deep state or the executive uh, state administration its administrative state, if they stole it because they're American, that's treasonous now. I'm confused. But if Russia does it, then it's okay. And if we blame it on Russia corroborating with the Trump campaign, remember all that? I mean, come on, guys. But listen to this. It just keeps going and going and going. Our
1: Russia hacked our election.
2: The universal assessment that
0: Russia hacked our election in 2016. Foreign
1: governments hacked our elections. Most young Americans consider Donald Trump an illegitimate president. An illegitimate president. He's an illegitimate president. Why is he she illegitimate? He just won an election.
0: He's an illegitimate president in my mind. Yeah. That's it. I absolutely agree. Experts urge
1: Clinton Kemp to challenge election results. We will
0: see how illegitimate his victory actually was. He's an illegitimate president. Russia hacked our election. Russians hacking our election. Hacked
1: our election. Russia hacking our election. I don't see this. President elect as a legitimate president. Trump is an illegitimate president who stole the election. He is not a president. He's illegitimate. And my
0: biggest fear is that he's going to do it again with the help of Vlad. His best pal, Terrifying. Would
1: you be my vice president from <laughs> right? Hillary Clinton voters call to overturn election results
0: more than 4 million people have already signed a petition on change.org calling for the electors of the electoral college to quote ignore their states votes and cast their ballots for secretary clinton trump didn't actually win the election in 2016 we are the victims of a bloodless coup he didn't win the general election
1: yo electoral college make hillary clinton president period donald trump is an illegitimate president He's illegitimate him. president Them don't accept Trump as a legitimate president. This wasn't on the level. This election was not on the level. I don't think he's a legitimate president. Our election wasn't legit! He got his victory from cheating. Yes, Trump cheated. Trump Cheated the 2016 election. He's an illegitimate president. No validity. No credibility. Mm -hmm. And because of that, anger at what some see as an illegitimate president. It will not be a peaceful change of power.
2: A number of incidents turned violent. Protesters hurled trash cans, flash bombs, and objects at police. Several officers injured. Protesters threw
1: rocks and smashed windows, leading to more confrontations, injuries, and arrests. (laughs) The chaotic scene just blocks outside the secure area of the inauguration if denying election results is extreme now. Yeah. Why look so, at that?
2: let's let's be really clear. That comparison that you made is just ridiculous. Protests against Donald Trump's election victory surged overnight and some became violent. Violence erupted on the streets of Portland during the second straight day of protests over the election of Donald Trump. Some protesters launched fireworks and other projectiles at police. Several people began vandalizing cars
1: Some demonstrators smashed door windows. Protesters faced off with police in other cities too, including Oakland, Denver, and Minneapolis. Violent protests continuing now for the third day in a row. Some 4,000 angry
2: demonstrators
1: over Trump's election victory taking to the streets. Officers in front of thousands of protesters in what police called a riot. Setting fires, taking their frustrations out on cars and buildings. People threw projectiles
0: at officers and damaged property as well.
1: I threw a trash can at them because I'm angry. One woman driving through was attacked as someone used a bat to smash her windshield. They are undermining our democratic process, everything that we stand...
2: Yeah, so it goes on and on and on. You guys remember, right? All the people screaming in the streets, having just massive protests and everything else, real protests, lighting federal buildings on fire, the birth of Antifa, the birth of Black Lives Matter, the intimidation that kind of pursued on uh, all through into up to the 2020 election and everything else. So where's the double standard and, and, and where is the Republicans out to defend him right now? Where where are they talking about this? The persecution, it's clearly illegal. They shouldn't be doing this at all. He's the front runner entirely for the president right now. He's surging in polls everywhere. He's beating all the Republicans and he's beating Joe Biden right now in polls by 30 points. But the better question is, is what are we going to do once they shackle him and they do this big Hollywood propaganda fanfare surrounding the, the, the arrest of the president What are they trying to provoke? What are they going to do? That's the key question, is where are the false flags going to be coming, and how are we going to be defending against them? You're listening to Non-Compliant America. We'll be right back.
1: Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. All
2: right, welcome back, folks. We are in the second segment. Before we went to break, we were talking about this Trump indictment and what it means for the uh, constitutional crisis that we're in and the crisis of the republic, you know, the deep state, hold back, stay behind network, whatever you want to call them. They're trying to solidify the coup that they did under 2020. And we've seen the progression that has happened on their incremental clamp down in regards to the lockdowns and guards to the money supply, massive inflation going on, even with interest rate hikes, everything else. I mean, we're we're in a state that they are trying to solidify the capturing. But uh, it's, it's one of those moments in time To where that really try the test of man. And it really comes down to your faith in God and trusting and believing in the process Uh, for us as people, understanding as all the control we try to have in our lives and, and the different elements, really we are on a biblical path and we can't stop it. This is something that we have to endure, and it is the process in which we live and get to experience life and we're blessed with all the blessings that we have surrounding our life. It's it's really a a, the animation of that and that experience, you know, on the surface, yeah, things might be terrible, and they might be catastrophic. For some people, there's people starving all over the world right now. There's people collapsing in the streets. sports teams, you know, high school kids, middle school kids, just collapsing. Uh, And Nobody's there to help them. Nobody wants to get down to the nitty-gritty. Nobody wants to fight for them. Nobody wants to defend for them. Not even only the thousands and thousands of kids coming across the border right now being smuggled and put into sex slavery. There are over 85,000 missing kids around the United States. Why is nobody talking about that? Why is nobody talking about that? So as important as this Trump indictment is, I think it's very important to stay focused on the bigger picture on the larger path. And I think that has to do with the spiritual awakening that's going around the world right now. So as terrible as everything may seem as gloom and doom as it may seem, I don't want to black pill people and create a sense of hopelessness because if you do read the Bible and you follow God is you'll know that this is all part of the path. And so The better person that I could think of to really uh, amplify this message and and just an all around great person, Uh, you guys know him as Ronnie Daniels, uh, Huckleberry. Uh, I brought him here today because I just want to have a conversation on where he thinks the state of the world is. Where are we in this spiritual battle and the spiritual enlightenment happening with everybody? And what does he see as a path going forward? And what should we be doing as individuals to move in that direction? Ronnie, how are you today?
0: I'm doing very good. Um, I feel enlightened in the last five out of the last six weekends. The Lord's been showing me from north to the south, east and west of FEMA Region 10 that there is hope, there is light, there is truth. These days been played many times before. It's just like an old crap table. You go up to the table, you hope to make a number. But it doesn't always happen in your timing if you want that number. God's timing has always been true. Just like in 1871, what they're using on Trump against when blacks were being harassed by the KKK. They're using an old law to beat on an American that wants to serve the body of the people. Not for profit, not for gain, nor notoriety. That's why they're going after Trump with lies. Now he's saying, I was there January 6th. I am very proud to say I was there January 6th. If they want to come, come on, Cletus, come on. (laughs) I'll give you something to limp about. Right. But at the same time, the Lord says you cannot serve two masters. That's right. President Trump did not serve two masters. I and many others that may get discouraged, we're the Elijahs, we're the Deborahs, we're the Caleb's and Joshuas of the world. Just like Moses David and Solomon, even Jeremiah. I pray that we don't have to have a Jehu to clean this mess up.
2: Well, and that kind of brings me back to, you know, on Thursday when Trump arrived, right, and went to the arraignment. And just all of the persecution that he's endured for eight years, basically since he came down that escalator, mm-hmm. they have been trying to subvert, destroy his character. I mean, there's been thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of stories and articles and indictments and multiple impeachments and all of these things. I mean, really take a step back, folks, and think about all of this persecution that has happened to this one man and his family, and everybody surrounding him and everything else. But now looking at, uh, they're trying to, you know, do this grandstanding indictment right now and talking about he's going to be in election, or he's going to be in shackles when he gets elected, basically admitting he's extremely popular, basically admitting all of these things. But think of the persecution and kind of the biblical sense, and I'm not saying that he's Jesus in any way, but because mm-hmm. because nobody can compare, but what's interesting in our time is that some of the, the the stories back in the bible and and talking about this are the exact same situations that are happening today in the modern world as they were in the past representing like you're talking about human nature is human nature people are people and watching the same type of persecution happen to trump now publicly globally um and just his unwieldy wielding spirit that is still behind him. Did you hear the message that he sent after his arraignment? Did you listen to that?
0: I listened to a little bit of it. I didn't get to get the whole thing.
2: Yeah. I'm going to see if I can pull that up, but he basically had so much energy and so much positivity and it, and it's just, it's mind blowing to me that so many men in his path falter and they're intimidated and they flounder by the amount of pressure and just you can hear the confidence and the positivity that he's stating in his message i'm gonna see, i'm gonna see if i can find it i was trying to look it up but we'll play it on the next segment but ronnie i just think it, we're at such a interesting time uh in regards to just the demoralization that's happening in an absolute floodgate. i mean Anyways, we're going to break, but we'll talk right, we'll be right back on the other side. Joshua Michael, non-compliant America. I'm here with Ronnie Daniels, aka the heckleberry. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: And now,
1: live from an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome back, folks. Joshua Michael, Noncompliant
2: America. If you haven't already, like and subscribe, follow me on Twitter, at NoncompliantUS, all one word. You can also go to NoncompliantAmerica.com or write me at jm at NoncompliantAmerica.com. We're here talking with Ronnie Daniels about the Trump indictment, kind of the spiritual uh, avenues of the world. Where the state of the world are we on this spiritual battle? Because everything's always a battle. There's always good and evil, uh, no matter how you break it down. Um, And we're constantly fighting this. I mean, the Romans have endured, uh, you know, these types of things, all different types of civilizations that have existed since the end of time are fighting good versus evil. And we're just at a very hyper focused, uh, state to where people are waking up and they're starting to look around and realize that this isn't the world that they were taught on the world that they exist. More importantly, in the crisis we're in, we have to fight not physically, but we have to fight for our future. This is finally something that we as people have to choose to get involved. And that's why cell phones, I believe are so dangerous and television and all of these things, as great as they are, they've been a pacifier for generations on bringing us to this state. So now we're contending against a digital system and a digital atmosphere and a digital reality that is getting into the conscious minds of people and inducting them into this fictitious world of existence. And they are able to function and operate in that virtual reality so much so that they never have to step out of it. They never have the moments where they're feeling the sun beating on their face. And they're self-reflecting over the past five years of their life, or they're, you know, they they're they're in a sense of danger, or they get around a a bear in the woods and just feel that rush and that thrill of energy of, you know, the exhilaration that comes with living and existing. People don't do that. They have padded playgrounds, play dates. Uh, kids can't go ride their bicycles around the neighborhoods anymore because everybody's scared of kidnappers, which is a, is a real fear. I understand it. I'm a parent, but we've created this bubble away from nature where I think the real answer one is more spiritual, uh, education and enlightenment between people studying the Bible, studying God, studying all these things, but more importantly, doing less, less is the cure let nature overcome us as people and cure us with this illness and the sickness. Cause ultimately I do I do think it is Harvard around a lot of technology and I want to talk about some nanotech on the next segment, um, some different things that have transpired with the vaccines and stuff. But, but Ronnie, I mean, where do you see the state of the world? Uh, where do you see us as people? What are you seeing kind of around uh, the Oregon area and stuff, and, and, and what, what good things are you seeing right now?
0: Let's, uh, let's start with the good things. Um, I was out in a little town called Dallas last weekend, crazy days. It was so nice to see the young boys and girls and adolescents as transcending the men and women being participatory. We had a game set up at my stand. I'm a Republican. I'm not ashamed of it. And then the make, most important is to talk to the people. Their hunger... It's so rich. We had almost 400 signatures this past weekend, week last week, for the school choice initiatives. And the reason is, is because we invite the kids and the parents come over. And the passion compared to three years ago, where you thought you're walking through the Walking Dead universe. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what Josh was hitting on is almost like a Matrix moment. Let's just be in our VR world not hold the seven mountains of education, families, business, faith, government, edu- you know, music and the arts and tech arts and technology. We the Lord says hold those mountains until he comes. Not just go through and wait and say the rapture is here when I'm ready for it. Right. You cannot de- abdicate from your duties as a citizen.
2: Well as well and as is is the the disconnect that people are having and the fact that they're feeling lonely or they're feeling lost or they're feeling depressed or all of these things, the cures are all out in front of us. We just have to take that step. Walk outside, take off your shoes, walk outside and go walk on the grass, right? Go water some plants or go do things that are engaging with nature. And a lot of people do this. They go hiking and they go things like that, which is, that's, it's good. It's great to do that. Uh, But there's more natural things. You don't have to go drive two miles or two hours to go um, to get this. And if you practice it and build it into your life, there's a lot of fulfillment, everything else there. But I think people are longing for that. And I think naturally people are starting to gravitate in that direction.
0: The scales on the people's eyes has fallen off. It's more and more. right Now you have the West Coast that made laws to go after our children what Jesus said is best put a grindstone around your neck and drown Than to mess with his little ones The mama bears Unfortunately we do not have enough testosterone right now Because they want to be woke They don't want to hurt nobody's feelings They want to well, go alone to get along. You cannot serve two masters Because you'll be spitted out by the Lord Number three you. It's time for people to take over locally Your school boards Your PTA meetings your city councils, your county governments, before you can worry about the state. Because this is the same walk 77 years ago. My foster father was a Tuskegee Airman, flew 124 missions in World War II. You know, the red tails you've seen Tuskegee Airmen. Now, imagine, you don't want to be an officer because you don't want your pencil pusher. So you get out of that section. They send you to Vienna, Austria. You see the works when you get to Berlin before you get on the train to Vienna. What happens to the children and young adults by Joseph Mengele because of people's silence in the 1920s and 1930s? They did not rebuke. That's why the people like Klaus Schwab wants to divide. Think money for the love of money is the root of all evil. If used for evil, they want to bribe. They want to deceive. Look what's going on with Trump with his own people turning on him. Everywhere. Everywhere, left and right. But yet, he's still holding the light because he has faith. He has the pastor burns. He has all these other churches praying for him, over him, even when he got arrested the first time. There was Jewish rabbis and a Christian praying for him down in Florida. Think about that. The Holy Ghost is moving in this country. It's not easy being a shepherd, trust me. I get phone calls 24-7, but you know something? I never turn them away. Yep. Because we have to sharp, sharpen iron with iron. You cannot use paper or copper to make the blade sharp. And as I tell my godchildren, on that katana sword, they can chop a 2,000-pound bull's head with one slice. If you use both sides of the edge equally numbers of, of uplift as one edge, as you sharpen it 10 times, you must sharpen the right side of accountability. And if you don't have it equally sharp, you try to cut the bull's head, he will come and stump you in the ground and horn you. Yep, But overall, we have to be the light It is time to get out of your comfort zones Because nobody's going to come to save you, America Nobody's going to save you unless you save yourself Through the blood of Jesus And at the same time, know your history And don't shirk away from those responsibilities Because there's too many people that play in the light Oh, we made a deal But so us down the road for shekels of silver Yes, I've seen it happen by our senators. They put a daggers in our back, the people. All they had to do is stay out the rest of the session. Now we got such draconian laws up and down the West Coast. They want your children. They want to tax you out of your house. If you move out of the state, like in California, they want to charge you for leaving the state. Look at the state that lost over 100,000 100, businesses, a million and a quarter people in less than five years. Think about that, California. Yep. Oregon probably lost about 50000
2: Well, and it's coming, and especially with the new Salem tax that they're pushing, mm-hmm. um, which I think they did get enough signatures, did they not?
0: Yes, they did. Uh, we still got three—we got four more days. So Got four more
2: days, folks. So if you have not voted against the Salem tax, and I think it's just to petition for us to vote on it, right?
0: Yes, and you must be a resident of the Salem. Well, even on West Salem, if you're a city resident on yep. the west side of the, the Willamette River— Please, please, please sign that petition. There is places, um, Wildman Farms in Polk County, you can sign that Salem petition there. The OBI office off of Court Street Monday, you can sign it there. And I may go out and get some signatures. You'll see somebody in a black redneck like myself will be going up and down the valley. So uh, I believe the Lord's hands moving because think about this. As you be the boiling sitting in a boiling pot of water and the water you don't realize that they turn the heat up on you. I don't I'm the type that'll jump out of the water. I'm not gonna be part of the system in that water. So I encourage you people, please sign this petition so you can have the right and stop this tyranny. Because if it passes, that means I live if I work in Salem I still got to pay a tax, but you citizens of Salem can be the difference to stop this situation by signing a petition and turning out to vote unless you got an extra five, $800 a year to give away.
2: Right. And if you're making on average $60,000 a year, you're going to have pay on average $500 a year for this tax for the homeless and for the first responders where most of the first responders, what are they doing? Dealing with the homeless. Most of their calls now, they're getting for homelessness. All the homelessness going on. It's just chaos everywhere.
0: Fires, too. We had two fires in less than two days.
2: Oh, yes, there were. And a lot of car wrecks, too. I've seen a lot of car wrecks these past couple days. But anyways, be vigilant out there, folks. We got one more segment coming up. We're here talking with Ronnie Daniels, a.k.a. Huckleberry. We'll be right back. (laughs) honey, my buddy we make it all of this money yeah i know it's rude to be bragging they never catching the slack me and my buddy we working hard for this money all right guys last segment here with ronnie daniels Talking about the future and the state of the world, the state of the consciousness, the evolution of man that's enduring right now, the mass awakening that's happening. Welcome. Welcome. This is the first day of the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> My grandpa used to wake me up every morning when I was at his house. Mm-hmm. Hey, Josh, 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 wake up, wake up, wake up. And I'd be like, oh, oh, what's up? And he'd be like, wake up. This is the first day. The rest of your life. And I'm I'm going, ah, my brain. (laughs) I had to think about that one, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it woke me up. And, uh, you know, I'll just, uh, I'll I'll never forget that stuff. But, um, so, we were talking about uh, certain things. I I really want to talk about uh, something that is coming out with the vaccines. Greg Reese just did a phenomenal report on nanotechnology and we all know kind of the cloak and dagger elements around the vaccines and they never told us what it was they didn't, uh, it never got approved officially, they kind of rammed it down everybody starts, we all know all of that stuff everything else, but why did they do that what was the the purpose was it just to make us sick, was it meant to put in these nanotech tracking systems, well it's coming out now and we're starting to see more of it, uh, evidence and uh, research that's going on around the vaccinated as well as the unvaccinated. Take a listen.
1: Dr. Charles Morgan, former CIA and consultant for the US military on neurological sciences, spoke to cadets at West Point in 2018 about the current state of technology. He briefed the cadets on experiments from 2013 where humans were given neural implants that allowed them to control prosthetic arms with their thoughts. Experiments where one person can control another person's hands by just wearing an EEG cap. The person on the receiving end described the sensation as rather odd, said I didn't know anything until I saw my hand beginning to move. But the really fun part was that you're taking over somebody else's physical body with the mind of another human. So what do you think would be the next step? Experiments where information is transmitted from one mind to another. And experiments where memories are erased. Dr. Morgan admits they have the technology to target an individual person. But you can engineer anything. You can engineer a unique thing that would only kill one person in the world. And are working on the ability to erase the memories of any human they choose. Their biggest challenge five years ago was being able to interface with the hippocampus without the use of physical wires. And this is most likely one of the motivating factors for the deployment of the experimental COVID shots. Using dark field microscopy, Dr. Anna Maria Mihalcia has captured in great detail what the scientific literature describes as effective technologies that exist today. Technology such as quantum dots, Quantum dots are nanotechnology with the ability to organize, operate, communicate, and build structures within the blood. They do so with a tunable photoluminescence that can be programmed to dictate various tasks via optical communication. The description and images displayed in the scientific literature, compared to what Michelsia's dark field microscopy has captured, are the same. You can see the quantum dots blinking in different colors, acting as the artificial intelligence directing the self-assembly around them. Bubbles are created within the blood that act as construction sites. Within these construction bubbles, the quantum dots organize the various materials into self-assembly. These technologies are being found in both the blood of the vaccinated and in the blood of the unvaccinated. Depending on what materials are needed, the quantum dots will trigger them into self-assembly.
2: You guys can watch the full report at Non-Compliant America. Go ahead, and it'll be on this podcast if you want to watch that full video. But basically, Greg Reese is breaking down uh, about research that's been going on around these technologies. And if you know, I've been saying it for years about that CDC report from 2014 of them vaccinating rabbit populations by simply only vaccinating physically of the population. Mm -hmm. So now they're finding these different little particles inside of the unvaccinated that are also assembling the same way that the vaccinated particles are doing. So that is definitely evidence of shedding um, that's going on. But at the end of the report, uh, they talk about different ways we can mitigate it, different ways we can detox from it and cleanse from that. But how interesting is it that there's programs out there for them to focus on one individual on the entire planet to erase their mind
0: very shocking
2: did you watch the video of uh, that lady that supposedly jabbed uh, mccarth mcconnell right before he stopped talking
0: yes i've seen that you see
2: the the lady that came up and just hit him right in the hand and then he froze yes it's crazy because you can see it wasn't even necessarily her. I mean, who knows what it really was. But if you look at all the the people around him, they're all looking at the mark and at the point of, that um, he got nicked yeah. at his wrist. Yes. So it's a very odd reaction to have for that. I mean, who knows? They might have hit him with something or what do you think?
0: I think personally, when McConnell all of a sudden, his eyes just got bug-eyed. He stopped talking. And you stopped just... talking uh, when she hit. And when you slow that video down, it's like it stopped him. It's no different. It's like, almost like a Jedi moment. Right. <laughs> but you're talking with the, te- with the technology of mind control. Yeah. Moving your joints.
2: Yeah, moving, moving somebody else's arm with your mind. And simply just putting on a thing around your head.
0: Go ahead and say you're. Uh, they're basically trying to make God. They're trying to make soldiers. Right. Uh, basically, go back to Star Wars, Episode One and Two, when it was dealing with the Jedi's and the Jedi Wars. And two, it's all about controlling the mind, the body, and the spirit to a direction. That's why they, when they incubated, and the one stormtrooper who had his own individual conscience, he fought against the rest, and he teamed up with the rebels in Episode Two. But this, what's happening is basically we gonna to have to start re- rebuking verbally and watch our children because yes. that's what they're trying to do. And the little nanobites—you can watch some of the autopsy pictures. You can find it on any of the sites. Right. Concerning those clots, the clots is bigger than my finger. They're pulling up. A young man in Utah having almost four foot of clots pulled yeah. out of his leg.
2: It, it, it's disgusting, folks. If you haven't seen the the clotting videos, um, I highly suggest that you watch them uh, because they are very informative. But one of the things, you know, we're always talking about taking action. We're always talking about preparing um, and fighting back. Well, one of the th- ways that you can fight back, and we understand the power of chemicals. We understand the power of drugs. If you take fentanyl or heroin, and you've never done it before or anything else, you're more than likely to overdose, you know, or not can be able to control yourself or or have no tolerance for that. So we understand the effects of chemicals. And one of the things that I think is important to recognize chemicals and different chemicals, they've done all kinds of tests in all the cities' water supplies and everything else for uh, SSRI drugs. They find lithium, they find, uh, you know, antidepressants, everything in our water supply. So the most important thing I think you can do, one of the things you can do is fight back is by filtering your
0: water. Yes? Yes. uh, California is proposing to reuse, listen to this now, their sewer water as drinking water, even though they had 1,080 inches of snow in in Tahoe. Right. Well, they do that.
2: They do that in Miami. I watched a whole thing on it, how they shocked the system. But one of the things I'm getting at is one of the ways that you can disinfect the water um, you know four different water supplies obviously if you can get a great um, water filtration system that's going to actually filter out the chemicals Mike Adams has a great list he tested about 15 different filters um, so that's just one of the little tips and tricks closing arguments closing statements uh, Ronnie what else you got to say
0: the most important thing, be active, do not weaken. And if you're in FEMA Region 10, please sign the school choice and initiatives because you can take the $8,600 per kid, go to any public school, charter school, private school of your choice. Stand up for your rights.
2: Thanks, Ronnie. Have a great weekend, okay?
0: I will.